Welcome to Praying the Psalms with Jesus, a video series that uh, comforts us and teaches us and helps us understand that when we pray, uh, specifically when we pray the Psalms, we don't pray them alone. We always pray them with Jesus. So we've been talking about the threefold office of Jesus, right? These shadows of Jesus in the Old Testament, that of the prophet, the revelation of God, focused on the word. Uh, the priest, the one who offers the sacrifice and intercedes for the people, and the king, the one who rules and reigns. So um, this office of priest, we're going to find that Jesus is not only the one who is the priest who offers the sacrifice, but he is the sacrifice. He is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And once that perfect sacrifice has been offered uh, once for all, uh, this high priest sits down, uh, no more sacrifices, uh, rather we receive uh, continually this work, uh, this perfect work of Jesus. So all of scripture, uh, you can find it specifically in the Psalms, is really about this message. Uh, repent, acknowledge your sin, agree with God about it, uh, turn from it, don't want to continue in it, right? Repent, but then receive. Receive the works of Jesus. Receive the forgiveness of sins. Receive the sacrifice made on your behalf. And then when you receive that, rejoice in it. Praise and thank God for his provision uh, in Jesus. And then we repeat. So repent and receive and rejoice. So it's about being um, made holy. So we don't make ourselves holy. We don't uh, do works and try and earn favor with God. Rather, the Bible speaks about us being made holy. Or another way to say it is to receive the holiness of another, to receive the, the holiness, the works of Jesus, the Messiah. So in Psalm 1, you heard about this man, the righteous one, and this man is uh, Jesus. He is the, the holy one who makes us holy. Psalm 110 10 spoke about him being the priest in the order of Melchizedek, a perfect priesthood, an everlasting priesthood. Psalm 40, we talked about how Jesus was also the sinner. Not that he committed sin, but that he became sin for us. Second Corinthians 5 saying, the one who knew no sin became sin for us. And now also Psalm 40 will talk about how Jesus is the sacrifice. So he is the pure spotless lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So scripture interpreting the scriptures, Hebrews chapter 10 uh, is quoting Psalm 40. And in Psalm 40, it says, uh, you, you didn't desire sacrifice and offering, but you prepared a body for me. Uh, you had no pleasure in whole burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin. And then I said, behold, I have come it is written about me in the scroll, uh, I desire to do your will, O God. So Hebrews chapter 10 connects Psalm 40 to Messiah, to Jesus, the one who says, I desire to do your will. It is written about me in the book. You don't desire all of these other sacrifices, uh, but I am the one who has come to do your will. Hebrews 10 connects Psalm 40 to Messiah, the promise of Jesus. So in Leviticus, you have all of these 
these sacrifices. So you have a burnt offering, a sin offering, a guilt offering, a grain offering, a, a drink and thank offering, first fruits. Uh, it talks about tithes and the fellowship offering. And um, right there in, in Leviticus chapter 1, you have the list of all of these sacrifices. To break it down a, uh, a little bit more, uh, there's really two types of sacrifices uh, in that in that list. There are these atoning sacrifices, which means uh, these sacrifices, uh, God and sinners are reconciled. It forgives and takes away sin. And then there's these thanksgiving offer, uh, offerings and sacrifices. In other words, once we're reconciled to God, there is this response. We offer up thanks and praise and uh, and gratitude. But these atoning sacrifices, uh, the burnt offering, the sin offering, the guilt offering, those um, those were offered day after day by that, that high priest who would go and offer sacrifices again, first for himself and then for the people. But Jesus is, again, the reality of all of those sacrifices. I have come to do your will. Psalm 40, again, you don't desire all of these sacrifices that the Old Testament priest would offer day after day after day. Uh, Jesus uh, saying, I have come to do your will. I am the sacrifice. I am atonement. Jesus is this Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So scripture interpreting scripture. John chapter 1. Uh, John the Baptist sees Jesus coming to him, and he points and he says, Behold, or look, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Romans chapter 3, uh, Paul traces this, uh, this idea of righteousness before God. And he says in Romans 3, there's no one righteous. None of us, none of us can stand before God with our own works and claim that we are righteous or pure um, right with God. He says, okay, the law has condemned us. It has shown us that we are not righteous. But the good news, Romans 3, 21 says, there's a righteousness that comes from another, a righteousness from God himself in the person of Jesus, apart from the law. And it has been made known to us in Jesus, has been revealed to us in Jesus. So Romans 3.22 says this righteousness from God comes, how? Well, through faith in Christ Jesus to all who believe. It says there's no difference. All have sinned. All fall, all fall short of the glory of God. But verse 24 and 25 says, but we are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ. And then verse 25, God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. So again, the great high priest, he offers this sacrifice once for all, perfect sacrifice. The one who knew no sin became sin for us. And once he offers that sacrifice, he, uh, Hebrews describes it, he sits down. So we repent we receive the sacrifice of Jesus, the works of Jesus. We rejoice, uh, and then we uh, repeat that day after day, continually receiving all of the works of Jesus. So when you read the Psalms, look for uh, the sacrifices 
Um, and then if you have a moment, you know, browse through, you know, two books, Leviticus and the book of Hebrews, and you'll see how these sacrifices are shadows of uh, the reality of uh, the person, the work of Jesus. And then, you know, in connection to that, uh, you can always uh, read Romans chapter 3 that speaks of the righteousness of God given to us um, through Jesus. So we take heart. Uh, we don't pray the Psalms uh, alone. We pray them with Jesus. Uh, he has that threefold office of prophet, the revelation of God to us, the priest, the one who offers the sacrifice and intercedes. And we're going to find out finally that he is also the king, the one who rules and reigns over all. <laughs>